0: pray. Almighty and gracious God, Lord, we ask that you shine your light upon us. Lord, that in the midst of the darkness of our world and the darkness of our lives, Lord, that your light breaks through all that darkness. That we're reminded of all the gifts you pour out upon us through this gift of light. That as we leave this place, you invite us to experience the power of your light in our lives each and every day. This we ask and pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. So as you all know, it is my favorite time of year. Uh, my favorite week of the year, VBS is back. And uh, you probably were even able to see as you walked in this morning, we've got planets hanging out uh, in our, our entryway here. And of course, all the, the wonderful decorations. And in case uh, you don't know what VBS is, Vacation Bible School, it's, it's basically a week-long camp where kids gather here, and adults gather here, and volunteers gather here. And, and everyone comes together to sing, and to dance, and to learn, and to play, and to talk all about Jesus. Uh, And it's all for the glory of God. And so, uh, over the next five days, uh, over 200 kids and over 80 volunteers will gather here every single day to do just that. uh, To give glory to God, to sing about all that He's doing in our world. Uh, And uh, as you heard, our theme this year is Stellar shine jesus light and uh in order to do that we're going to be going to outer space and so if you want to see me in a space suit you have to come tomorrow so uh looking forward uh, to all that is Uh, and uh, as you can see uh, our volunteers our vbs team uh, takes it very seriously and we give thanks for all the work and the time and the effort their talents uh, their hearts that go into this incredible ministry and i know many of you are here and have been a part of that so i give you thanks for that Uh, but over the course of this week now, we are going to explore uh, Jesus' light, the light of the world. And in order to do that, we're going to talk about what it looks like for Jesus to shine his light on us, uh, in us, over us, and through us. And I thought it was only fitting then for uh, all of us to get a glimpse of what that might look like. And uh, in order to do that, we've got to go back to the beginning of everything, to uh, where uh, everything begins. And you see that that's actually how the Apostle John starts his letter that uh, in 1 John chapter 1, verse 1, John says, We declare to you what was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have looked at and touched with our hands, concerning the word of life. So, uh, when John says, we declare to you what was from the beginning, he's actually making a a statement that has some deeply rooted connections to other parts of Scripture. And uh, you've heard me say this before, but One of the things I love about the Bible is the interconnectedness of it all, that uh, when you read the different passages throughout Scripture, uh, you begin to see that they're all connected in, in a beautiful way, that they're all telling this unified story, even though they're coming from different writers and different perspectives. And we see this in what John is saying here. John is is making this deep connection and pointing us back to the past, to the beginning of everything, in order to help us understand what's going on in the present and to give us eyes to look forward to the future. So uh, this first connection that John makes is actually to one of his previous writings. See, the, the same guy who wrote 1 John is the guy who wrote the Gospel of John. And so uh, the disciple whom Jesus loved is, is basically speaking here as if you already know what he has said. And so uh, I just thought it would be helpful for all of us to kind of capture that this moment, to go back to his gospel. See, at the beginning of his gospel reading in John chapter 1, it says this, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, all things came into being through him. And without him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. So when John speaks about the word here that was with God and was God and is God, John is speaking about Jesus. That is, uh, from the beginning of all things, Jesus has always existed and always been with God. And he says that what has come into being then through the word of God, which is Jesus, the living word, is life. And uh, what life has brought to this world is the light of the world. And that light has has taken on flesh. In, In John chapter 1 verse 14, John says, The word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and of truth. And so, uh, by identifying this, this word of life, by identifying Jesus as the word of life, and the word that has existed from the beginning of everything, John is establishing that Jesus was a part of all of creation. That when God spoke things into existence in Genesis chapter 1, Jesus was there, he was a part of all that God was already doing. So, in this letter, in 1 John, we're being connected not only to John's gospel, but to the beginning of everything to all of creation, to be invited to see how the light of the world shines over all of creation. We're given this kind of uh, big-picture message that John wants us to see, that even then, before anything else existed, when God first spoke, Jesus himself was there. He existed through uh, God's speaking, and once Jesus was born, once he took on flesh— Life came into the world in a whole new way, and the light of the world was then born. That's why uh, this passage from John's Gospel is often read during Christmas, a time when we're celebrating the birth of Jesus, the light of the world being born. So you've got all these connections that John is making here, and one of the points he's making to us is that the light of the world is now the light in the world. And when John makes that connection, he's inviting us to have a simple reminder that any time we see light we can be reminded of the light of the world. We can be reminded of Jesus. And one of the ways that that I think about this, when I think about light or or seeing light, is when I look up at the night sky. Now, uh, part of this is probably because I've been thinking a lot about space and the sun and the moon and the stars as we prepare for VBS, but it's also true that I do this every single night when I walk my dog. That uh, One of the things I do is I just take a moment to take in the night sky, the stars and the moon, and all the, the light that is up there, and it's this incredible vision of what it looks like for light to shine in the darkness. And that's exactly who Jesus is. Jesus is the light that shines in the darkness. And that means that no matter uh, what darkness there is, and no matter where there is darkness, because of Jesus, we have this promise that there will always be light. And the way that the stars kind of light up the night sky is just a glimpse of the light that shines over the entire world. That it's not only when I look up at the sky or when you look up at the sky, but when all of creation takes in the night sky, they too are experiencing that same beauty, that same wonder and awe, that, that promise that there is light that shines in the darkness. So when John talks about what has always been since the beginning, on the one hand, we're drawn into that wide perspective. The idea of of looking at this night sky that simply goes on as far as the eye can see. And at the same time, John then continues his letter and he invites us to a a different perspective. To to see the light of the world in a more personal way. And I actually thought about this uh, in the context of looking at the night sky through a telescope. And if you've ever done this, one of the things you know is that uh, when you look at a telescope, it allows you to focus in on one specific light. One specific star in the sky. And when you focus in, you can see things more clearly. You can see uh, the rich detail. You can see uh, every bit of uh, this this kind of idea of examining everything closely to really understand, to really see this incredible light. And John invites us to do that, then, in the context of our own lives. To uh, look at our own lives, to see where the light of the world shines in the midst of our own darkness. And he does this as he continues his letter. In 1 John chapter 1, verse 5 and 6, he says, God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him while we are walking in darkness, we lie and do not do what is true. But if we walk in the light, as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus his son cleanses us from all sin." So notice again that the first thing John does is he declares that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. And uh, I thought it would be helpful then to to understand what John means by darkness here. Because when you look back at the story in Genesis, God creates light and he separates the light from the darkness, but darkness still exists as part of God's creation, right? So when we think about the night, it exists in our world as, as part of a good thing. It's a part of God's good creation. So what is John really talking about here? what kind of darkness is he getting at and when you when you look up the definition the word that john is using the implications of that word is the darkening of the mind or of the spirit and it's in this context then that we look closely at our own lives when we look closely we find ourselves exploring what our lives look like and whether or not we are walking in the light or walking in the darkness and if you ever had to walk around in the dark before, one of the things you know is that it's kind of hard to get around. You can't really see anything around you. And, and even if a place feels familiar to you, it doesn't necessarily make it easier to navigate in the dark. Uh, take, for example, uh, something that, that, that I feel this experience is uh, when I have to uh, walk through a room that I've gone through thousands of times, but this time in the dark. Uh, For example, when I have to go through my living room and shut off the lights and then walk back across the room to go upstairs to bed. I have done that more times than I can count, right? And I do it every single night. And when I get to the light switch, I look back, I look at the floor around me, and I see that there's nothing there, and I've got my path back to the stairs. And yet when I turn the lights off, three steps in, I've kicked the couch, stepped on a dog toy, and said some things I won't share with you here. And maybe you've had this experience in your own house, a place that you walk through so many times you think, I could do it with my eyes closed. And we tell ourselves, oh, but that happened one time, but it won't happen again. And yet it it does. right? And, And that's just a small glimpse of what it might be like to walk around in the darkness. And if it's dangerous to walk around physically in the darkness, imagine how much more dangerous it is when John talks about walking in spiritual darkness. The darkness of this mind and of the spirit is a deep, deep darkness. It's, it's a darkness that, that separates us from the light. And it's a darkness that all of us are walking through on a daily basis. And unlike walking around your house in the dark, nothing good ever comes out of walking in this spiritual darkness. And John tells us that when you walk in darkness, but you claim that you're walking in the light, you are a liar. You do nothing good and you do nothing that is right. The darkness of the mind and of the spirit is what happens when we are walking in sin. And walking in sin is something that we all do. It's something that we go through every single day. Because none of us are perfect. And, and none of us are less likely to sin than someone else. And yet it feels like so often in our lives, it's easier for us to look at other people's lives, look at other people's darkness and other people's sin and point that out. As if to say, oh, well, their darkness is worse than mine. Their sin is is worse than mine is. So, I'm doing okay. We, We play this comparison game. And when we compare someone else's darkness, someone else's sin to our own, we end up only lying to ourselves. Lying about how broken and how sinful we are. Lying about the the darkness that exists in our lives, how busted up our lives really are. Lying about how we are in need of being removed from the darkness. Lying about how we are in need of being saved. And for as long as we're quick and eager to point out the darkness and focus in the darkness in other people's lives, we don't even see that all around us the darkness continues to form. And that darkness can become all-consuming And like a thief in the night, it comes in quietly, slowly, and builds and grows over time. And the darkness of the mind and of the spirit, this darkness that is sin, only leads to death. But it doesn't have to be this way. You are not left alone in your darkness. You are not left alone in your sin. Your darkness has no power over you. Your sin has no power over you, that though you may wrestle with that darkness each and every day, there is one who has overcome the darkness, and in him there is no darkness at all, and that is Jesus, and there is no darkness in your life that Jesus can't overcome. There's no darkness that he hasn't already overcome, and what that means is Jesus will go into the darkest parts of your life, and he will bring his light and his light will shine in the midst of that darkness, that that is part of who he is and what he does. And that means when you have the light of Jesus in your life, that not even your darkest moments are dark. Because his light is greater than any darkness. His light is more powerful than any darkness you will ever experience in this life. And when the light of Jesus shines in your life, when that light begins to work, there are three things that are happening. The first thing that the light does, the first thing the light of Jesus does is it reveals. The first thing when you do, when you enter into a dark room, is turn the lights on. And you do that in order to see what is around you. That's exactly what it's like when Jesus enters into your life with his light. He reveals the darkness that is around you. He reveals the danger of sin and the danger of the darkness that you've been walking in so that you can see the light. And that can be a scary thing for us because I think uh, there's a part of us that that gets comfortable living in that darkness. And yet there's a greater part of us that knows that the light is always better than the darkness. And so uh, when the light reveals that darkness to us, Jesus is also inviting us to give that darkness to him. When we confess our darkness, when we confess our sin, we're giving it to Jesus and his light then begins to shine. And as we confess it, as the darkness has been revealed, we confess what we have done. The light then continues its work. See, the second thing that the light does is it restores. Because when Jesus reveals the darkness, when Jesus reveals the sin that you're walking in, he doesn't just do it to make a point to say that you are sinful. No, the purpose of him revealing that darkness is so that he can get to work in the midst of it. That, that Jesus can can do the dirty and the dangerous and the challenging work of restoring all that has been broken by sin, all that has been broken by that darkness. And this work is constant. It is ongoing. It is a lifelong process. And Jesus is committed to doing it for you. It, it began when he, when he died on the cross and defeated death, defeated all of darkness, and it will continue until he returns when he restores all of creation with his glorious light. And so as Jesus is revealing this darkness and restoring what has been broken, the third thing that is happening here is that the light of Jesus shines. The light of Jesus shines in your life brighter than any star that you'll ever see the work that Jesus is doing to reveal and to restore breaks through the darkness in your life so that the light can shine. And when the light of Jesus shines in your life, you begin to experience the power of that light and all the promises that Jesus makes to you as his light shines in your life. When the light of Jesus shines in your life, you experience the promises of his mercy and of his grace And of his promise to forgive you every single time you confess your sins. And his promise to love you even when you are stuck in your sin. Because his light is working to reveal, to restore, and to shine. And your darkness has no power over you because you are a child of the light. And in him there is no darkness at all. As the light of the world shines over all of creation, that same glorious light shines in you. He shines in your life. And he allows you to know that the light of Jesus, his light, will always shine brighter than any darkness you have. And the promise that Jesus makes to me and to you is that he is our light. He is the light in the midst of our darkness. And no darkness can or ever will overcome him. And as his light shines in you, that light then continues to shine through you and is always shining over you so that you walk in his light. One of the things uh, that happens every year at VBS is the kids are given what's called a Bible point. And uh, the Bible point is usually a small phrase, a short thing for them to remember. Wherever they go, that they can, they can do this thing, they can shout these words, they, pro- they can proclaim this incredible promise. And this year's phrase, this year's Bible point, is shine Jesus' light. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, wherever you go, wherever you are, whatever darkness you may feel that you are in, I want you to know that the light of Jesus shines Brighter in that when you leave this place, you go out into the world as one who is shining the light of Jesus. And so uh, when life gets hard, when, when you are grieving, when you are excited, whatever may be happening, whatever is going on, remember to shine Jesus' light. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.